What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Match This Fantasy so and thank you for joining me in today's video where we are going to be talking about the game that was Real Madrid 2, Getafe, nil. So a lot of things to talk about today because Real Madrid faced off against the Butchers of Madrid, a terrorist organization commonly known as Getafe. And Getafe was every bit what the reputation is. It was a very dirty, violent, at times a non-beautiful, kind of boring sometimes football match, but this is what La Liga has in store for us. Thank God we have all the tools that we need because we have many different players today. We actually saw some rotations. We saw Jose Lu up top. We saw Vinicius Jr. We saw Valverde playing as a right winger. We saw Modric, Bellingham, and Tramini in the midfield, which I thought worked quite well. And in the defense, we saw Lucas Vasquez giving a rest to Dani Carvajal, Rudiger, Nacho, and Ferlang Mendy. And Lunin, I guess he's going to be our you know, starter goalkeeper from now on. But I thought that was very interesting that Ancelotti went with a 4-3-3. We haven't really seen a 4-3-3 this season at all. Maybe one in two games we've seen it. And maybe it's it's been a partial part of the game, but we saw Ancelotti opt for a 4-3-3. And I thought it made absolutely perfect sense because you expect a team like Hedafit to be way more defensive, kind of sit around the box, park the bus. And with, when the team does that, you kind of want to open up the team, you know, put players out wide, and then have a player like Jose Lu, you know, to attack the box, have a lot of presses in the area, hold defenders down. And that way you're able to penetrate a defensive fortress that like it is with Hetafe. But honestly, what kind of surprised me today is that Hetafe wasn't really their usual self. I haven't seen them play that much, but I know they're they're more offensive. They're more comfortable with the possession. We didn't see a Hetafe that was parking the bus many times, especially since Real Madrid got in the scoreboard in the first half. But we did see a Hetafe that was trying to defend with the ball. And they left a lot of spaces for Vinicius Jr., Jose Lu, Valverde to attack. And like I said last week, it was my best 11 is better than your 11. And that's that was the, the main tactic. But I do want to come in at Chelsea for intentionally going with a 4-3-3. And I, and I feel like... You know that was that was the key to make to opening up the the scoreboard to opening up Hetafe, and just maybe confusing them a little bit. Maybe they didn't think we were gonna do a four three three. They wanted to kind of pack the midfield, uh, and they wanted to have a very contact heavy uh, game against Real Madrid. But we didn't really give them that. Uh, we gave them something that was way more counter attack, more more uh, dynamic, and I feel like that. You know, in the chess match that was Ancelotti versus Bordalas, Ancelotti definitely ended up winning that chess match. Uh, we saw players like Fede Valverde being sacrificed today, playing out of position. But I thought it worked quite well because let's say you would have put Rodrigo or Abraham Diaz. Those players tend to, you know, drift more to the left, to the center, and that can make stuff more congested. But having uh, Valverde knowing that, yes, he's a little bit neutered on the right because he doesn't have a one-on-one, but he does tend to stay wide, follow instructions. And we saw Lucas Vasquez doing the overlap many times. And that's how the first goal came in. And I thought it was amazing because that was the tactic. Uh, Jose Lu scored a beautiful header and Jose Lu had maybe one or two more uh, occasions made from Lucas Vasquez, some good, very good crosses. And I remember one of them hitting the post and there was another one that I think uh, came quite close. Um, another person who had a really good game was Vinicius Jr. He had the assist to the second goal. But Vinicius Jr. could have easily, easily made, uh, you know, two more goals. He had that one one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper that he uh, tried to chip, but it wasn't a well-executed chip. But Vinicius Jr. was highly effective. But he was constantly having that one-on-one -on -one against Damian Soares, which I freaking hate that player because he's so dirty. Like, the, literally in the first two minutes of the game, he basically hit Vinicius Jr. on the face. 
and and the referee didn't do anything. Uh, some controversial stuff that happened in the game was um, there was, I believe, two penalties that were for Real Madrid that weren't called, especially the one in the first half against Vinicius Jr. You can literally see in the replay, beats two players. One of them was Damian Suarez and, and the other player. He gets through, but the other player literally does not get the ball, kicks um, Vinicius Jr.'s legs. Vinicius Jr. ends up falling. If, if Had he fallen right away, it would have been a penalty, but still, I think VAR should have intervened and given us that penalty early on. And then later on, at the end of the game, there was definitely a penalty against Brian Diaz. Once again, if he would have stayed in the ground, I believe they might have called it. But, you know, that was a penalty uh, 100% of the time. And we saw a very, very, a, um, you know, foul-driven game. There wasn't a lot of yellow cards. But uh, to my surprise, because I didn't even notice this when the game was over, that uh, the referee had booked Chouamini and Chouamini, uh, if he had a, if, if he would have got booked, well, he did get booked, but since he got booked, he's going to miss the Atletico Madrid game. Now, Real Madrid is going to appeal that decision because that play, this is where the controversy comes, that play ended up being offsides. So technically, the yellow card shouldn't have stood because the play was invalid. Uh, that's why you saw um, uh, Carlo Ancelotti at the end of the game going straight to the referee. Uh, you know, determined to talk to referee, and he, I guess, told him a few good words, and uh, the referee ended up booking also uh, Carlo Ancelotti for for protesting. So we'll see what happens with that. Adeline Chouamini, another player who had a fantastic game in that solo pivot role. He's one of those players that he can handle. Literally, he can handle playing in the pivot role by himself. And he he pocketed Mason Greenwood in the first half and everybody that was around him. He was a beast. He had a very, very good game. It's a shame that Rudiger uh, left the game with an injury in, in the in, at the halftime and he had to go into the center back position. But Chamini, amazing, amazing, amazing um performance in the first half. Second half, when he played in the in the center back, he had a few loss of concentrations because you know he's not used to playing as a center back, but I think he did pretty good in that position as well. He's very tall, he's very physical. Obviously, he's going to be able to, uh, you know, uh, defend his own in that position, even though he's not a, a regular there. But a very good game by Adeline Chouamini. Even though I thought Real Madrid had a very solid game with the 4-3-3, and I believe we should deploy this with the teams that play, you know, from the second half of the, of the table down, we should definitely deploy 4-3-3. I feel like that's very good. Because sometimes it takes us a while to like really break that uh, defensive system from the other team. Uh, but, you know, I was still, my, my my preferred lineup is the is the 4-2-2 with the, with the double pivot roll. I think that's what we're going to see against Atletico Madrid because uh, that tends to be easier for us to play out the back. Today, I actually thought it was sometimes hard, especially it like, you know, for various times throughout, throughout the game. I remember probably the... First 10, 15 minutes of the second half and maybe the last five minutes of the first half. But Ramager were having trouble playing out from the back. Ramager is not a team that's super comfortable in possession. It's not like we're uncomfortable, but we're not like a City or a Barcelona. You know, we're not that type of team where like one player can just, you know, take it out from the back all day long. Usually we like to have that balance with the cross and someone else. I feel like that works best for us when it comes to playing against teams with a with a better caliber that have a better pressing against us. So, uh, so yeah, so I saw Real Madrid lacking a little bit playing out from the back, but then again, they gave us so much space that we didn't really need to play out from the back that much and that effectively. So I think with Chouamini, Modric, I thought it was, you know, pretty good. Modric had a very good game. Second half, I felt like the game was a little long for him. 
he was messing up um, quite a bit at some time in the second half. And his physicality just wasn't really there, especially when you moved the solid Shamini uh, from the pivot to the to the center back position. But when Kamavinga was there, also he did, I think, pretty well. Not as good as Shamini. I feel like Shamini is, is better at reading the, you know, the positional play. He's more of a Casemiro where, um, you know, he's able to be in different places and you don't know how he got there. Because he's reading the game is so, so good. Kamavinga also did quite well. He also was one yellow away from suspension. So thank God he did not get a yellow card. But after the Atletico Madrid game, Real Madrid does play against Girona. And if Kamavinga gets booked against Atletico Madrid, then, you know, he's going to miss the, the the Girona game. So maybe one of those, one of those two players are going to be destined to miss out uh, one of the big games of the season. But, um, you know, I thought, you know, Jose Lu, a brace, I thought it was super amazing. Uh, notice how we don't struggle against these teams anymore. It's because we have more tools now. This is a player that, you know, we've been asking for Real Madrid for a while because Benzema, one of my favorite players of all time, uh, usually in games like this, he went so out of position and he knew he had to be in the box sometimes. But, you know, his tendency was to be so out of position that sometimes against these teams, will make it very, very, very hard. Today, we actually benefited from a, an amazing Jose Lu, who I believe has 12 goals this season. And I think that's super solid. It's a you know, very cheap loan from Espanol that costs 500,000 euros. That's it, like that's the loan fee. Um, I think Ramadri should probably you know, buy him for very cheap. And hopefully, you know, we have a very solid score for next season, uh, depending on who comes you know, next season. I think it's gonna be very, very solid. The last thing I want to say is that Bellingham had a very good game. Yes, he didn't score. We've been used to him scoring a lot. You know, he hasn't gotten the headlines lately, but he had a very solid game. He went from uh, minus to plus. First half, a little bit quiet. He wasn't really getting the ball that much. It was more physical. Second half, uh, when uh, when Hetafe gave us a lot more space, he was able to be that link, um, you know, between the midfield and, and the forward line. He had some very good passes where he could have easily had an assist by Jose Lu or Vinicius Jr., but unfortunately, you know, those players couldn't convert another goal. But Bellingham, very, very good player. Uh, whenever whenever we needed him, where we got stuck in those first 15 minutes of the second half, Bellingham appeared and he was able to just, you know, be a boss, take the ball. He says, hey, just give it to me. I know what to do. I'm going to I'm going to turn this team around. And, um, you know, he appeared when we needed him most. And yeah, guys, Real Madrid, very solid defensively. Mendy, very well. Lucas Vasquez, great assist. Uh, you know, defensively good as well. I'm a little bit worried about Rudiger. Hopefully, he's able to, you know, be fit against Atletico Madrid. I believe he's just a very hard hit because seeing the play many times, I don't think his knee was bent. I don't think it's the ligament. I think it's just a very, very hard hit. Um, Nacho, I thought he did pretty good as well. So, but if Rudiger's not back, then I guess we're going to have to see Fernand Mendy playing a center back position. That's if the appeal process is not successful for Chamonix. But uh, hopefully we get to see Rudiger back in the in the starting lineup. Hopefully we get to see Arda Guller play some minutes again. Um, you know, Ancelotti could have had more subs. Definitely, I wanted to see Brian Diaz a little bit earlier. I wanted to see Arda Guller, you know, get some stuff in. Maybe it wasn't a good idea given that the game was so super physical. As we know, Ancelotti did say to Arda Guller, I believe this was leaked. I don't know if this was like an official um, transcript from from him talking to a from a to a journalist but uh, Ancelotti did ask Arda Guller to be a little more uh, physical to add more intensity to his game because everything he does with the ball is fantastic 
But I do feel like sometimes he needs to um, show it when, when he comes in the field. He needs to be a little more eager to kind of, you know, be more aggressive. Kind of like what Brian does. When, when Brian comes into the game, he's like going 100 miles an hour, like, you know, trying to press the defense, trying to force an error. And Ardaguda should take that um, habit from Brian Diaz when he comes in because because Ancelotti loves that. And he loves when players do that. And any coach, to be honest. But Ancelotti really, really likes when a player, uh, when he can trust a player physically. I feel like that's Ancelotti's thing more than any other coach. We compare it to like a Guardiola, uh, Xavi, some coaches that don't put physicality as their priority. Then, yeah, maybe I guess. But Ancelotti... Is really about the physicality and you being committed physically and knowing that, you know, you're not going to hurt the team defensively. So very good game for Real Madrid. Very solid. Uh, this this was usually one of those games where Real Madrid will struggle, where you don't know if we're going to be able to come back. And then, you know, maybe we do. I believe we had a comeback in the first leg of the season against them. And it was like a dramatic game. But today it was very easy. You know, we, we smoothed it out. And next game, which is on Sunday against Atletico Madrid, we have to beat their ass because right now they're driving me more crazy than Barcelona. I, I hate Atletico Madrid. I hate, I hate them. I hate their victim mentality. And I hope we're able to just beat the shit out of them. Okay? I'm talking on a football in terms. So, see you guys on the next. A la Madrid.